This week on One Body Stewarding God's Creation, Sarah Meitner, owner of Meitner Public Relations and Freelance, talks about adopting a word for the year. However, adopting a word can be for a month, or perhaps it could be for Lent. Sarah will help you increase your spiritual life by simply choosing a word. One body, stewarding God's creation. Sarah is being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Ken Billinger. Right now we're welcoming in Sarah Meitner, a 2000 graduate of KU. Um, Kansas uh, University of Kansas. You're a Jayhawk with a degree in journalism. He runs a business called Meitner Public Relations and Freelance. Sarah is on the Kansas Council on Developmental Disabilities as well as on the board of directors for Divine Mercy Radio. She's a mover and shaker for the Hayes Arc Park. We talked about that. We had an opportunity to interview uh, Sarah a while back on that, and it's an accessible recreation complex that will provide safe play opportunities for individuals of all ages and abilities. And most important, Sarah is the wife to Chad. They have five children, Julie, Henry, Charlie, Leo, and Abe, and we welcome in Sarah Meitner this morning. Sarah, welcome back. Good morning. Back. Thank How are you. you this morning? I'm doing fine. How are you? Good, good. good. So today we're going to talk about adopting a word of the year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested because if this is the same thing I'm thinking about, well, I'll share uh, my struggle with that, Okay. <laughs> if you will, but we'll, t- we'll, get, we'll jump right in. But let's talk about uh, before we begin adopting a word of the year, tell us about your faith background, first of all, growing up and how it was practiced in your household and, and, and as it was developed uh, to where you are today. Sure. Um, well, I'm a cradle Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic in my house. Um, however, my dad was not a practicing Catholic. He didn't join the church until I was in college. So from, you know, for my entire childhood, um, my mom really was the leader of, in our house for our, for our faith, the foundation and our development. But my dad participated in, you know, prayer before meals. You know, he would sit with us during you know, rosaries and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, I did not go to Catholic school. And, and so I think a lot of my understanding of theology and and my faith has really evolved in my adulthood. And my faith has definitely deepened in my adulthood. Mm-hmm. Our children do go to Catholic school and, and, you know, we try to instill in them the values and the, the background to, to lead them in their future. So it's definitely evolving all the time, I think, sure. as it is with everybody. I, I heard a priest in a homily one time, and he said, if you are, how many of you are happy with your current faith life? And he was like, none of you should raise your hand. We should all be continuing mm-hmm. to grow in that way. So exactly. I, I, we definitely are. Yeah. So. Well, we're going to talk about a word of the year and how this developed and uh, kind of give us, a, for those who are listening, maybe not, I think I know where this is going, but okay. what is what is a word of the year and how did this develop? Okay, well, a word of the year, in my mind, it's sort of, it started as a, a substitute to making New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. So heading into a brand new year, so starting about now in December, um, you know, you start to think and self-reflect and look at, areas in your life that could improve or could change and you start to make resolutions. Well, resolutions are hard to keep. Mm-hmm. I think the, the study, the research on those is definitely that they don't last much longer than in some cases a month, you know, a few weeks. But a word of the year is something as an alternate to that where you come up with just a one word 
goal, I guess, one word theme, a motto that you can stamp on your your life for the coming year and use that as your as your motivation and as your goal. So it sounds kind of simple, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just one word. Okay, well, I can do that. But I've done it for 10 years now. And I've learned a lot about myself and, and about my faith through this process and mm-hmm. was talking with Donetta about it one day a couple months ago. And she went, oh, you need to go on the air and talk about this. Mm-hmm. So here I am. And yeah. Well, uh, so I am on the right track because you that's kind of where I was thinking. And, and really, this is something that I've done. But I have to admit, and this is probably, okay, this is where a little humility comes in. For probably the last three years, but the problem for me mm-hmm. has been, and I think this is a great thing and people need to do it. My problem is my word has been the same for the last three years. I because think that's okay. Is that okay? Because I think that's okay. It's like, and that word was discipline. Oh, it was yeah. Discipline. And I felt like. Sometimes I did really well, but it was like, okay, no, this needs to be my word of the uh, word of the year. word of and your was, life. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, okay, um, how did I do? You know, what I mean, but but it it has been a consistent Good. thing for me because I don't feel like I've quite you mastered know, it mastered yet. Mastered the discipline. You know, there's something about them that all ten of mine are stamped on me forever. You know, I they still jump out at me. The words I hear still jump out at me if it was a past word of the year. And I think that that is God. You know, I, I really feel like it's the Holy Spirit peeking through and just saying, here you go. Here's a little reminder. And it, it continues to touch me even after the, you know, even after the word mm-hmm. or the year ended. But yeah, it, it you know, it has been something that I started just as I, I think I read about it on a blog or something and thought, okay, I can do that. It was at a time when, you know, we have five kids. At the time I think we only had three, but they were all little and, mm-hmm. and I felt really hurried and really hectic in life and making a resolution to, you know, what are the typical ones? Get to the gym more, eat better, you know, do spend less or whatever they are, all seemed too hard. And so this seemed easy when, you know, amid all of just the life things. So that's how it started for me was was picking something that just, I think my very first one was glee, sort of just to be happy, be more joyful. And, and that's how it started. I've had patience and purpose and positivity and, you know, these others that when I look back at it, it really does show what stage of life I was in. Uh, what's happened is that over time, it isn't just, for me anyway, it isn't just about making this rash decision to just come up with a word. I've really enjoyed the process of through prayer, through the word, reading, you know, listening, paying attention to the homilies and paying attention to the music we sing in mass and seeing what words jump out at me. And that's where the Holy Spirit is talking and telling me what my word it needs to be. And in that way, it's deepened my prayer life. Mm-hmm. And, and then the word has taken on a prayer of its own in one word. So as an, for example, my word for 2019 is light. And I'm not ready to give it up yet. I don't know what I'm going to do for 2020. I have a lot of <laughs> ideas, but I've really loved the word light. So even walking in here today, I can say, Lord, help me be a light. Let me see your light. Let your light shine in me. And all of these things that I wanted these themes that are part of the word light 
become prayer in a sense through one word. So I can just say the word in my head, light, and it becomes, you know, a prayer for myself. It becomes a prayer of thankfulness to our Lord. It's, you know, it becomes all of these things that through one word, it's, it's been an amazing, oh, I don't know, I, surprise, I guess, yeah. because I didn't expect that 10 years ago when I started doing this. Well, and I think it really, I mean, to, 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 I think the, the important, one of the important points here is New Year's resolutions, I think, I, I, I read a number one time how many are kept and oh, the percentage it's is like, very low. you know, point oh 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 something, you know, it's, it's crazy. I love this. I love this idea. And I don't know what prompted me to start doing this a few years ago, but what what happened for me is I, and I did, I started, I kept, you know, it's like, this needs to be my word of the year, but I didn't follow through. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. It's like you kind of, you do it for a while and then you kind of forget about it. You uh, know, and and it comes I've, back to mind what's well, but the, again, consciously, I think there's some being effort. Being conscious you, about yeah, it. Yeah. I did put it, I have it on the front of my planner, but there are a lot of places, I mean, you can find on Etsy or online where you can get a keychain made with your word on it or a bracelet you know, or a necklace or a little memento or a magnet or something to just as serve as a reminder. But for me, even just writing it down on a planner has been enough of a reminder. You could even set like a, a background on your phone or something like that to just see it and help get that daily reminder. Though for me, it you know, it, it jumps out. I will tell a story where I it didn't jump out at me right away. In 2014, I picked the word acceptance and the word acceptance sort of stemmed from we were pregnant with our fifth child and and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to have to just accept what comes my way. I'm going to have to accept the, the hecticness and the craziness of having five little kids, right? So that was my idea. And mid-March, our son was born, and we had a birth diagnosis of Down syndrome with him. And it didn't even occur to me that first day at all. It, it wasn't until a friend said to me, oh, maybe it was even a couple of days later, she remarked, isn't it amazing that your word for this year was acceptance? And here now you have Abe. And, oh, wow. I... You know, I hadn't even thought of it at that point. I had picked the word acceptance and and it, you know, that's I, truly when I thought I, maybe that made all the difference in this 10 year journey of doing word of the year. But it was the Holy Spirit who stamped that word on me at the start of the year. And he knew why he knew that we were going to be thrown this um, scary diagnosis that we could either you know, be afraid and live in fear, or we could accept it and, you know, be brave and find strength in that to you know, advocate for our son. And man, he knew before I did, yeah. you know? And wow. so, yeah, every year since then, it really has been, okay, this is through prayer, through journaling, through mapping, self-reflecting, mapping out like what my goals might be, and then just praying to have ears that are open and listen to you know, the words that people say through conversation or through homilies or through the music and see what word jumps out. A word will jump out at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and how old is Abe now? Abe's five. Okay. That's mm -hmm. I was thinking he was about that yeah. age and what, and that's, that's incredible. Uh, so you, you shared with us a little bit, some of the past words you've developed. And I think mm -hmm. the one that was very powerful was acceptance and, mm -hmm. and just, uh, it's really amazing uh, sometimes how the Holy Spirit works 
But in order for, you know, the Holy Spirit can work in great ways, but sometimes we are not always open to that, right? We're not, we're not, um, maybe the words we're not accepting of it sometimes, but <laughs> we, 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 uh, when we spend that time in prayer, when we open ourselves up to the Holy Spirit, I think beautiful things happen. And I think that's, it's being that, being conscious of that, you know, again, I talk about the word discipline and that's really a word if, if, if I were to, you know, I mean, if I do it again in 2020, that's got to be That's a good word. one. I had purpose one year, and it, it's and it, for similar reasons that I think you probably have discipline. It was to make purposeful decisions, mm. to be purposeful with my time, you know, to not do things that don't have purpose, you know, just the, you know, getting caught up watching TV sure. or scrolling yeah, on Facebook or things like yeah. that that are time wasters. So to me, that sounds Very like a real similar, similar one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and those are really, those are uh, many of the things you mentioned yeah. is I don't need to sit in front of the TV no. all the time. Yeah. I, need to, I need to be better with, with, with how I pray. Mm-hmm. And, I, um, and prayer should be, you know, a little more intentional and be part of my day throughout the day, not just, you know, there's somebody talked about the term, how's your prayer life? Well, uh, we have an instructor that we've had that said, he just does not like the term prayer life because he said we should always be in prayer. We shouldn't, the, you know, like, so it like be the trivia of, question yeah, said, you know, exactly. cooking and walking and, and exactly. all other ways. And know. so I think that there's some real power in that. But when we develop to have that word or again, you talk about purpose or discipline, whatever, that all can really help us to achieve that. Too. I know. I think, you know, it. As people go forward, and I hope that some listening will, um, as they go forward and think, okay, how might I be able to do this? How might I pick a word of the year? I hope that they keep in mind that it can be something as as light and airy or as heavy as they mm-hmm. as they really feel like they want, as they can handle. As, so it could be something like joy or happiness or even something like, you know, I had... I think I had simplify one year, but the word simple is another one that stands out just to not let the life's messes get in the way. Or it could be something heavier. I think discipline is one that is a heavier one. It's a bigger word. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's why it takes a few years to master it Um, because it is one that is it does take a little bit more uh, discipline, for lack Mm -hmm. of a better word, to um, to remember it and to live it. And let it be part of you. Yeah, and you mentioned, I think, Glee. Yeah. Is that, or, and, and, yeah, I think it's a, that's a great point that I really hadn't thought about it. That is something a little bit lighter. But um, it, if we can we can take that word and, and approach it, it makes sense. But, but yeah, yeah I'm, I guess, you know, discipline is maybe I a heavier word. Purpose, <laughs> purpose might maybe, I mean, it's still What similar. I've done, though, is that sometimes I think that I have my word for the year and then other themes or words start to stand out. And so then I sort of adopt them as a quarterly word or as a monthly word. And it can be with whatever is happening as circumstances have changed. Those I don't remember as much. I can't recall that list. It doesn't, they don't stay with me in the same way. But, you know, there's ways to take on sort of short-term goal planning that we should all be self-reflecting and doing anyway and find little words of words of the month maybe the other thing that i've done is i will assign a word to each of my children and that becomes my prayer 
for them, really. You know, um, selfishly, I picked the word listen for one of my kids <laughs> one year. And, and maybe I should have that for all of them at different points. But so then it becomes just my little one word prayer, you know, during a particular inpatient moment to just say, okay, listen, you know, have that little I guess I it's in one word, but I wrap a lot of stuff up in that one mm-hmm. word. And God knows he knows what I've wrapped up in that word. And mm-hmm. so I can just say that one word and mean everything I want it to mean. And so that's what I do. And they all they all sort of have one that I assign to them each year, whether yeah. they know it or not. <laughs> well, I, and I was kind of curious if, if that's something that Chad did and your kids did as well. So You know, well, I don't know if Chad does. Oh, I don't okay. think he does. I don't know. I'm always after him to self-reflect more. <laughs> I'm, I, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm a journalist. I'm a writer. And so words to me have always been important and significant because that's how I would tell stories through written words. And, and I enjoy journaling. So that's, and I'm a paper pen person. So I like to, to write and get it out. And so I, to me that I think that's why it has stuck as long as it has and why it has been so successful. You know, I don't know if, if it would be as successful for Chad or for, or for everybody necessarily in the same way. I think it could be successful in in a little bit different way, maybe for him. But one of the questions that I had is: Is this something your kids are doing? Of course, it sounds like you've you give I've you force them, them to. <laughs> but then I a, try to say, you know, you can think about this word. You can, you know, remember, and I'll bring it up. What for one of my kiddos, the word last year was focus, and so I would bring it up every now and then and say, remember, your word is focus. Like just yeah. try to take a deep breath, and but I. It, you know, whether it really helps them, I, maybe it did, but whether they realize it or not, I've wrapped, like I said, I've wrapped up a lot of prayer into that word. So just saying it over them is, is speaking life to them and is saying a prayer for them. So maybe they'll figure it out later and, and adopt it for themselves too. Sure. I mean, it may be something <laughs> that, that kind of carries over yeah. with them through their life. So It is interesting though, to look back at my list and as I said, sort of see the headspace for each year and see how it evolved and how where I was at that moment when it, you know, when I chose that word. So, as it, for instance, the year, let's see, what year would it have been? 2017? Yes, I picked the word reclaim. And, and I was at the point where my kids were older and... I really felt like I needed to reclaim myself and find my my interests again and put myself first a little bit. You know, that's really hard when you're a parent to, mm-hmm. to do that. And 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 it wasn't to have any big goals. It wasn't to have anything do anything, you know, incredible. It was just to love myself a little bit more. So then the following year, sort of building on that, I picked the word thrive. And and I sort of felt like now I've I spent the year in self-reflection and and trying to reclaim who I was. And now that I sort of know, what can I do with that to grow? What can I do with that to thrive? And and how can I put that into into place? And and then I went forward with that and, and loved it as well and, and kept hearing the word. You know, it's amazing how many times the words will pop up in conversation or in um, 
scripture or in the news. I mean, anywhere I'll hear it and it will always just jump out at me. Um, some of those words still do because they were with me for so long. Um, and then it's like, okay, I'm doing it. I, I always sort of feel like it's the Holy Spirit saying, you're, you're doing okay. Here you go. Here's my little gift to you is to hear this word today and, and a reminder that I'm here. And that's, that's what it, you know, that's truly how it's been. Sure. So for this year, when I picked light, oh, I've loved light. I really have. I, and I told Donetica before I came in, I don't, I don't want to give it up. Um, Lester said something in the last hour. He talked, you and him were talking about young people and he said, the future is bright. And I thought, okay, maybe I can pick bright for 2020 <laughs> <laughs> or shine. I don't know because I've loved light so much. I don't know what I'm going to do, but the kind of a spinoff of, light, I know right? because I've loved it or maybe I should just keep it. I haven't done that. Yeah. I haven't just kept it like that. You know, even amid everything that our church has gone through, you know, to, to see Jesus as the light in the tunnel, you know, even when it is during times of anxiety or chaos that he is the light and he shines his light. And, and I just have to, walk toward that and oh in so many ways it's been perfect for me this year and and i truly truly believe that i don't you know what that the holy spirit planted that word on me and now as i think about it i don't even know where that word started off where I, that word came from in the beginning now that i can't hmm. i can't recall like how that the circumstance that it hit me, but you know, regardless, it's been a good one. It's obviously if you're wanting to maybe hang on to it. We need to take a short break right now, but stay tuned to Divine Mercy Radio. We'll be right back with more about adopting a word for spiritual growth with Sarah Meitner. One body. We're back on One Body, Stewarding God's Creation. Adopting a word for spiritual growth. One body, stewarding God's creation. With Sarah Meitner. One body, one Ken Billinger conducts the interview. One body. We're talking with Sarah Meitner here about adopting a word of the year. And um, we talk, you talked about some of the words in the past. You also mentioned the, the words that you uh, have for your kids. But is this something, and I think I know the answer to this, but adopting a word of the year maybe isn't just something that the women do, for example. No, I think both. it can be for everybody. Yeah. I had to search on my Facebook feed earlier today to help recall what some of my past words have been. And when I searched um, word of the year, because it's a whole thing. I mean, there's Facebook groups, there's blogs, there's word generators where you kind of answer some quiz questions and they'll help you try to, I don't think that's quite what I want to do. I want right. to pray about it. But, yeah. but one of my cousins, when I did my search today, one of my cousins popped up a male cousin and it, it, just through the search, his word for a certain year popped up. So I know men are doing it too, yeah. and I and I think they more should. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody should because it just is a little bit of a theme that we could all 
you know, you can sort of use in your back pocket when you're during times of stress or anxiety uh, or chaos to to just have it as a as a prayer tool that's just there to help you when you when you need it. So yeah. that's how it's been for me anyway. As people are thinking like, could this be something I want to do? I don't know what, I don't know how to come up with a word. This seems harder than I want to try to do. I don't know what, what people might be thinking, but start by just getting pen to paper and writing out the words that, single words that are touching you in that moment. Words that are that are have some feeling to you know to it for you and I don't know I, and I think start to let them ruminate let them start to simmer and see if any of those words that are your first writing out on paper are the words that start to jump out at you just as you go about your daily your daily business because I my guess is that one will and you know it might not be what you think what you expect but now it's the perfect time. You know, we are heading into the new year and I usually start thinking about it in early December and let it start to simmer, as I said. And, and you know, but there's really no right way or wrong way to do it. Just, you know, or even it doesn't even have to be by January 1. It You know, you can start it whenever. Before I came in, Kristen was telling me that a word sort of hit her a few weeks ago. And so she's she's like, okay, this is my 2020 word. I'm starting it now and it's going to carry through. And mm-hmm. you never know. You never know how the Lord will speak to you. Um, yeah, if you, so. you could adopt a word now and say, well, I'm at the liturgical new year. Sure. Uh, Perfect. With my new word. You know, I love that. I do love that. And and I sort of had a word hit me in August, the word surrender. And and I thought, okay, maybe that'll be my 2020 word. But what it really has become was a word, a a late 2019 word. I I don't know that it's one that I want to keep carrying through because it's already been it was sort of a quarterly one. So I don't know. I'm going to have to keep playing with it to to see what sticks for the new year. One of the things that I think would be really helpful, and um, I guess in some degree this takes a little bit of discipline too, but that is <laughs> j- regular journaling and how people can make time for that. Yeah. I know we're, we always seem to be so rushed and so busy, but uh, you know, just much like we talk about Eucharistic adoration and making time for that, uh, is making time to do things even like journaling. I like to really journal helpful. during Eucharistic adoration, so even. <laughs> that's, where I, that's where I do the, my At journaling. the very end of it, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the perfect time. You know, journaling, I think people put a lot of pressure on themselves to journal in a certain way and to journal for a length of a certain length of time or a certain number of pages or to have a beginning and an end and a conclusion. And that's really not the type of journaling that I do. You know, bullet journaling is something that's certainly popular right now where you are just doing one word or one, you know, phrases that are, you don't even have to have full sentences to just get the muck out of your head and get it down on paper. Because then what it does is it opens up your your thinking to to other to other things to to being more creative and things like that. Um, one there is a an author Julia Cameron is her name and she really advocates morning pages. And what that means is just at some point early in the morning. Now she says write 
you know, a certain number of pages out, just stream of consciousness, because in doing that, you you clean up the muck in your head and then you can open your brain to just being full, you know, fully receiving what it needs to receive. And I don't know that I can do, she says, do three full pages. And that's wow. hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. I know. But but there is something to be said for doing just stream of consciousness, even just, you know, a few sentences or a half page or whatever to just clear it up and write down what you need to do for the day. You get out all of the anxieties and then you can, you know, go forward with a clear space. And and I, I really that's how I see journaling, the benefit to it. But there's also the the idea of doing gratitude journaling where you can write down your what you're thankful for in a day and and just in the practice of being thankful and and showing gratitude you you know the science is clear you you become happier you can find more you know pleasures and and things just by recognizing what you're grateful for and you know both of those practices i think really tie in with this word of the year idea because you can use those same practices to help develop your word of the year or or even to expand on it as the year goes goes through at least for me like i said i'm a writer you know i'm a word person but i think for those who aren't the the practice of just getting you know getting your thoughts out every now and then really has value you know i don't know if if doing it not pen to paper if doing it through speaking has the same impact, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure, perhaps, but I think that the the point is to reflect some, do some self-reflection and some self-growth and, and listen to what the Holy Spirit will, will say to you through those words, you know, it all goes hand in hand. Sure. Well, I think that's a great point. The, uh, the journaling, and I, I think it just much like other things we do in our life, you know, even when we were talking last hour about Eucharistic adoration and people get, you know, that whole idea in the head a whole hour. Wow, I can't do that if they've never done it before, which is nothing. But if you take, you know, bite off small chunks and maybe take 15 or 20 minutes, much the same here. I think with journaling is just like you said, maybe bullet point a few words, but, you know, three pages sounds daunting. Right. Mm-hmm. But a few words can certainly be an easier way to at least get a start. And maybe that that, you know, really morphs into something more. It can't. But. I'd like to pull my pull out a notebook and a pen during mass a little bit more often. That's not something that we see and I and I always wonder if the people around me are going to think I'm making a shopping list or doing something else, but there's just sometimes you know particularly during a homily, but it might even be during a reading or or during a song when a phrase or a um something just jumps out and sticks out and I want to write it down to remember it. And I don't know. I'm, I try to do that here and there, but I, I am sort of conscious. I don't know what the people around me are thinking. I, you know, there's people that encourage that. They I mean, do. There's the, books uh, you yeah. can buy that are mass yeah. books to yeah. to write out as your. Yeah. So maybe we'll start to see more of that. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think people should be. And I do it. I mean, sometimes if I hear something in a homily and yeah. it strikes me, I know if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget it. Exactly. So I I go I, go, I carry my journal to, to mass with me. Um, and that's just part of what, because I write down my mass intention that day and what, what, whatever. Ooh, I'm off of I've that. never done that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I date it. I write 
you know, where I'm going to Mass, whether if I'm not at our parish and I'm somewhere else. But then I write down that my Mass intention for the day as well. Maybe it's somebody just passed away and that's yes. the soul of whoever. I've never done that. I'm yeah. going to have to try to do that. And so that really way, and like then you that. can kind of look back too. But it's just one of those things that I, I just think, um, you know, I, I don't, I think it's, I think we should do it. In fact, I think it might be Matthew Kelly was talking about journaling. About I think he talks about taking a, a journal to mass and writing, because there are things we're going to hear. And whether you just like you said, it's, it could be a homily, could be a song, could be a passage of scripture mm-hmm. that's read. Um, it could be um, an opening or closing prayer, who knows? But mm-hmm. the the fact is that you know, we do that and we're, you know, we're, we're, we're called to be, active participants in the mass and that's really a way you can participate and it's not um, looked on as something that's well and sometimes i also have a question you know in in listening and if i can write the question down i might i'll remember to maybe ask father Mm -hmm. following mass or at another time just for more clarification or for more a better understanding and yeah you need to write it down to remember yeah i do Uh, otherwise i I forget. In fact, I won't feel you know, bad about it then if I do it. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I do it. I know I know other people who do yeah, it. Yeah, I and see it's really, some, but yeah, it's really to me. I mean, uh, some people really encourage that, mm-hmm. and I think it can be a, be beneficial to us. At least it has been for me. So, well, maybe I challenge some of the listeners out there who the next few weekends at mass listen and maybe write down the words that are jumping out at you through the music or through the word um, or through the homily and see if you can start to develop a word of the year, you know, that might stick with you for 2020, 2020, it's the start of a new decade. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's the start of, you know, in that way, it's a, it's a new beginning and, and try, you know, just to try it and see if it will help you in the same way that it's helped me. And if you have questions that those of you in the community who know me or, um, see me around, ask me, or stop me and tell me what your what word you've picked. I love hearing what other people have picked. Sometimes it's inspiration for myself. Other times it's just, you know, a prayer that I will associate with you, a word I'll associate with that person, and, and I can, you know, pray for them with that word as well. Um, and, it, and it also sort of holds holds you accountable a bit to, to share it with somebody. So stop me and tell me what words you pick. I, I, I want to hear them. So, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think that's a great point. Maybe over during, during the Advent season here, it's a great time to maybe come up it with is. that word because we, we hear um, obviously some very uh, pointed readings towards um, the coming of Christ. And so, um, you know, it might be a great time a to do time. that. Yeah. I'm still working on mine, though, so I'm not I'm not quite sure what my 2020 will be. I, I think I have maybe five or six in the running, and who knows? Something else might jump out, yeah. <laughs> jump well, out before then. And I've kind of been thinking about the word discipline because it is that that's a that's a big one. It really, is a heavy word because if you look at discipline in every area of your life, you mm-hmm. really have to. Well, and and then the word disciple is part of yeah, discipline, and it so is. then that is really challenging you to. To be a disciple, mm-hmm. and 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 you are, um, but that but with that comes a little bit of pressure, mm-hmm. I think. Also, absolutely. So yeah, it's a big so one. So there is, it, yeah, because of just so many areas. I mean, if I want to be more disciplined in in how I eat and how and I exercise and my prayer life or my you know my prayer and 
everything. It really covers. That's mm-hmm. a pretty broad word. Yeah. The more I think about it. Um, but then the broad ones are the best ones, too, yeah. I think. Well, I don't know. I, one of the words I have in mind is open. And to just be open to um, new things, to be open, you know, op- you know, God opens doors for us and we have to be brave and walk through them. And to know that there's an open door to seek. And I don't know. So that's one I'm thinking of. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I well, don't know what's going to stick. <laughs> you so. know, it's in just thinking this through, too. To me, it's something also that business owners can do as just a business goal or a radio director might do for, a you know, a radio station sure. as an example or yeah. any small business to just have sort of your I mean, as you as you do your goal planning for the year, whether it's financial or just if it's sales or whatever it is. Think about what word might encapsulate those goals best and set yourself a, a one word, a word of the year for your business or your or your your organization, because I I think it could sort of translate into that as well. Sure. And even maybe encouraging employees to do that. Yeah, and that would be something that could be part of their their year as well. So we talked a little bit about it, but somebody going about getting their word, I think you kind of touched on that a little bit. But we have a few minutes left. Any final thoughts there? I think just to the prayer for me right now is for eyes that are open and and ears that hear and to just listen because the God will show us, God will show you your word. The Holy Spirit will, will surprise you and will show you. And it's just being open to it and um, maybe writing down the words that you're thinking about uh, maybe do some reflecting on the readings, particularly right now during Advent, because there's some extra books that are out there to help reflect on Scripture during mm-hmm. Advent. So look at some of those and see what see what feels right. I think you'll know. You'll know because you'll keep hearing it, and um, it'll keep jumping out at you, and and it'll become clear. So. That's uh, some great information. We appreciate you sharing that. Sarah, thanks for joining us. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Right, I appreciate a, it. Have a great Good luck day. With, with discipline in 2020. <laughs> yeah. <I'm, laughs> or I'm maybe if something else comes to bit. you. Yeah, so. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I kind of like your word, too. That might be. Yeah. Um, the purpose? Purpose. Yeah. yeah. Change it up be, a bit. <laughs> that might be a little more. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What Write happens. it down on something so you see it. Put it All on right. the fridge or something. <laughs> I will do that. All right. Thanks we'll so see much. you. Bye. Right, take care. Thanks for listening to this week's One Body Stewarding God's Creation. If you have a comment about today's show, please go to dvmercy.com and click on the One Body icon. The comment button is in the middle of the page. Also, if you can help us purchase equipment for the new station in Salina, please go to dvmercy.com and click on Donate. A stylish Morning Glory mug will be yours for a $250 donation to this equipment project. You're listening to Divine Mercy Radio 88.1 KVDM Hayes, 88.1 KRTT Great Band and very soon KJDM 101.7 in Salina. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. One body, stewarding God's creation.